it's beginning to look a lot like a podcast. Everywhere you go. Chance is with me here, and I'm your host, Raph. We got candy canes and record <laughs> buttons that glow. Wow. It's beginning to look a lot like a podcast. Yeah. One that's Christmas themed. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. So this is this is what I came up with in the car on the way here. It's pretty good. I mean, Thank you. are you gonna put? We're gonna put. Uh, yeah, just the, like I did last year. But, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not as well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Forest Creek Podcast. It's me, Raf, as I said, your host, and I'm joined once again by Chance. Hello. We're back for another Christmas podcast. Mm-hmm. I was just saying. The one we did last year, Into the Santaverse, was one of my favorite episodes of this podcast ever. We had a lot of fun on that one. Yeah, it was so good. And the impetus for it was that these Right, I was saying the impetus mm-hmm. for that podcast was that the Santa Claus show came out on Disney+. Plus, mm-hmm. And we watched the first couple episodes mm-hmm. of it. Uh, a show starring Tim Allen that's like a follow-up to his The Santa Claus movies, mm-hmm. where... Again, the backstory to that show is is pretty hilarious. Yes. I think it's like a good pitch for a yeah. 90s comedy to I'll be like, yeah, yeah. yeah, a guy walks out of his yeah. house, sees Santa Claus walking on his roof, yeah. yells at him, Santa Claus slips and falls off the roof, dies, yeah. and if you kill Santa Claus, yeah. you, you must replace Santa. him. Yes. Yeah. And so Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And then they have a couple other yeah. things. Basically, I think the point of it is that it's quite literally a clause in mm-hmm. a contract where every movie every episode of the tv show they're like finding out another layer to this contract mm-hmm. and they have this thing that's like they bring this contraption yeah. over with magnifying yeah. glasses and pull up the magnifying glasses yeah. to read the increasingly yeah. finer print <laughs> i'm like who wrote this how do you even get this microscopic with a contract but <laughs> there was like uh the first movie was like if you kill santa claus the clause is that you must replace mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. apparently which is a weird a weird way to yeah. decide who's santa claus yeah. but we hashed it out in the into the santaverse battle <laughs> when the multiverse of santas yeah. went to war to because yeah. there can only be one mm-hmm. um and then the second one was i think santa claus must get married yes that's right i don't remember what the third one was but i remember jack frost being involved as yeah. kind of the villain of that movie i think that was martin short yeah. As Jack Frost. Yeah. Martin Short is the guy who also played uh, the the villain in the first Spy Kids movie, didn't he? Did he? I'm sure he was in one of them for I sure. I just remember that <laughs> energy of like, yeah. I'm the weird yeah. guy in yeah, the yeah, castle yeah. with the thumb people the as thumb my... people, man. Yeah. Uh, children's movies in the early 2000s. I think really Sylvester fun. Stallone is in one of the Spy Kids movies as well. I remember that. I don't know exactly what he did, yeah, but it but sounds like it fits, you know? <laughs> um, and then the Santa Claus TV show, mm-hmm. uh, at least the first season, is like, it's basically talking about like, hey, you've been Santa Claus for quite a while now, mm-hmm. you get to retire. Mm-hmm. Which means you get to pick a new clause. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... I forgot what they called it, but it's like the something clause clause. Succession. The successes clause. Yeah, something like something that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this one is not really a contract stipulation. No. In this one, it's more like there's an evil Santa. Yes. Who was before you, and now he's yes. he's back to take over the whole thing. Um, the big pitch to this 
season, this renewed season of the Santa Claus TV show, is that Gabriel Iglesias is in it. Yeah, okay, I never finished the first season. Was he in the first season? No. Weird. Because he just kind of, like, pops in in the second one, and I was not expecting that. Yeah, um, I think, well, Fluffy, the comedian, as we all know him, mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's awesome. Um, he did another TV show for Netflix earlier called, literally called Mr. Iglesias, mm-hmm. and he plays a, a high school teacher. Oh, yeah. And they actually, it was at the time where Netflix was, like, greenlighting sitcoms left and right mm-hmm. for, like, different comedians mm-hmm. and stuff, and one for uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What the? Oh, no, no, sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was The Big Show. Uh, <laughs> there was a sitcom for The Big Show from WWE, Yeah. and it was called The Big Show Show. And it was Great. just the big show, just being the big show with like a f- cast, a family cast living at home. Did Did you watch it? I did watch it. Was it? As I also bad watched as it all sounds? of Mr. Iglesias, and then they did a crossover episode. Oh my goodness! Where Fluffy showed up in the show with uh, the big show. Wow! Yeah, it's like the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if season three of the Santa Claus show. The big show shows over. up. It's like the big Santa. <laughs> um, we've only seen the first couple of episodes. Let me just tell you how I encountered the second season sure. of the show. Because the first time I encountered it, it was a moment of joy. Yes. Uh, the second time I encountered it, I was I was in a slump in mm. what I call uh, post-birthday depression. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, damn, I'm older now. <laughs> um, and I was just sitting at home alone. I was like, I'm a... I'm gonna drink this wine and I'm gonna order a pizza. Nice. And I just yeah. need something to be on in the yeah. background while I'm, you know, eating this pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I discovered that this new yeah. show, yeah. The, this season of the show, yeah. come out. And of course, for whatever reason, people are like, oh, it's mid November. It's time to begin celebrating <laughs> Christmas. Um, I think the rule of thumb in Canada is that, like, we just wait for November 11th. After that November should 11th. be the rule. Yeah. There's definitely Christmas stuff before then in stores and stuff, but... Yeah. It should be waiting. You should wait. You should add a, a little bit wait. out of respect. Let's just <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. Like, a, take a beat yeah. for the dead people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, like the actually, actually, November 12th is kind of crazy to start, but <laughs> it's like at a least, little, a little at bit least nuts. wait until... <laughs> My personal rule is the 21st. After the 21st, do whatever you want, because mm. I, I need to turn a year before I start right. thinking about right. Christmas. Yeah. Um, and it happened to be like the 26th or something when I turned this show mm-hmm. on. So I was not really, I'm going to be honest, I was not paying a ton of attention. Mm. I was like, oh, Fluffy's in this thing. And I was like, I just kept back, went yeah. back to the pizza. Yeah. Uh, because they do a new hot honey Brooklyn pepperoni pizza. <laughs> and it's pretty fantastic. Is that from Panico? Oh, yeah. Nice. Actually, I've been discovering <laughs> honey on pizza at like a yeah. number of different pizza restaurants. It's like a thing. And I it's so good. It. I love it. So good. It's just putting a little bit of honey so oh, spice man. things up. My mom uh, put a twist on yeah. these things. She's like, oh, if you can put honey on pizza, I'm going to put maple syrup on grilled chicken. Oh, and it wasn't sounds, bad. That sounds, that's kind of like bad. chicken and waffles type thing. It's like thing. a grilled spicy chicken she made. And then we're like, hey, yeah. this is, let's just play fast and loose yeah. with condiments and yeah. just put some yeah. maple syrup on this chicken. Totally. It turned out pretty good. Yeah, mustard on French toast. But as a result, I was pretty in and out those first couple episodes um from what i understand basically uh what they reveal in the previous season of the show Mm -hmm. is that there's a succession of 
different people who come to inherit the mm-hmm. the throne of Santa, mm-hmm. <laughs> the throne of the North mm-hmm. Pole, and the job of being Santa. Right. And um, I guess I don't know what age it would have been, like the medieval times, the Viking times. Well, I took I took notes. You want to do that at the front of the microphone <laughs> so it sounds a little better. <laughs> oh, that was good. Hey, yeah. I took notes yeah 1307 ad <laughs> 1307 that's like witch crusade again it's crazy like... train is playing <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason and we're introduced to the mad santa that was weird that was a weird start yeah they really went hard on like yeah we're gonna license crazy train all aboard <laughs> yeah and did you notice did you notice who the actor was no for mad santa I had to look it up because I was curious. I'm like, he looks so familiar. But it's Cam from Modern Family, the big guy. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Yo. <laughs> it's funny. I heard that, like, um, the guy who plays his husband in that show is a, a gay man. Yes. But Cam, the guy who plays Cam he, is straight. He's not. Yeah, yeah, he's straight, yeah. Which is like, which of them makes the more convincing gay man, to be honest? <laughs> so this mad Santa. Yeah. He's quite literally a medieval Santa. Yeah. His name is Magnus Antis, which I guess the joke is that kind of sounds like mad Santa. But... Yeah. He even like says it at one point. is like, oh, you yeah. know what? I'm actually hearing it now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying it out loud. Magnus like, Antis. It doesn't something. really sound that much like it, though. I mean, I guess. I don't I didn't really understand felt- <laughs> what is it that made him mad exactly. He's angry. He's just an angry man. He's just an angry Santa. Well, I would assume they kept they keep flashing back. So I would assume if you and I had kept watching the whole season, <laughs> we maybe we'd find out. I'm gonna go home and binge the rest of it tonight just oh, to find out. Well, but after like- our last episode, I said I was gonna finish the first season and I never did. So I came into this one very confused. I, I did just because I, I became obsessive about the Santa lore. I just wanted to know where I could sneak myself in. And the, the, the side hustle Santa dreams did not end for me. And the lore in this show, it's deep. They just keep adding layers. But yeah, because there's always going to be yeah. another clause to this yeah. contract that I never signed. I just yeah. killed a guy for it. <laughs> Again, yeah. killing the Santa Claus yeah. makes you the new Santa. Mm-hmm. So I can, like, here's the thing. If Magnus Antis, yeah, whatever his name is, yeah. is gonna pick up a medieval mace and bash the head in mm-hmm. of the previous mm-hmm. Saint Nicholas and mm-hmm. take his place, I can believe that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's it's just a weird way mm-hmm. for the elves, the children, <laughs> elves, to go, who, who are again played by children, to go. Oh, you just killed our boss. You get yeah. to be the new one. Yeah, yeah. That's very strange. The act of violence really disposes you well. It makes me wonder, are all the elves suffering immense PTSD and trauma, or are they emotionless? Well, apparently, um, two interesting things about the elves. Yeah. Uh, one, they don't seem to care at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, they, they like, uh, they're pretty fine with it. Yeah. But they do have, like, I, they have, like, a rumspringa for elves. Yeah. I noticed that actually comes up, The cribble-crabble claws. Cribble-crabble claws where they like oh it's time for your cribble crabble it's time for you to leave the north pole yeah and go live among humanity for i don't know how long it is a week a year yeah i don't think they said at least not where i got to it was revealed in the previous season that yeah you know the guy who used to play like uh tim allen's head elf yeah yeah he leaves on his cribble crabble and he just doesn't come back he like gets married and settles down oh 
Yeah, and they bring the old actor back, and I'm like, oh, he did aged a little <laughs> bit. But it's funny because he like he always just looked like a teenager among kids anyway. Yeah. So it's like you kind of kind of. But he's an elf, is. right? Yeah. So is he? He's not supposed to age. No. But the actor aged. The actor of course aged. he did. Yeah, I guess it, like the the effect is like, oh, you left the North Pole, but oh, magic kind of left you. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. No. You say no, it's not interesting. <laughs> I'm saying like no, you did not look good after all that. You didn't. It's someone who did not expect to be back on TV and it's suddenly back on yeah. TV. Yeah, because Disney offered him some cash. When you play a role like that, people are immediately going to hold you to what you used to look like when you were younger. Yeah, it works out yeah. in the Karate Kid. <laughs> it, it doesn't really work out. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, okay. not Karate Kid, Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Yeah, but that guy. The actor who plays the Karate Kid, what's his name? Do you know his name? Ralph Macchio. Yeah, yeah. he's like sixty, and he looks like he's forty. He looks pretty good. It's crazy. He like actually stuck with the karate. Yeah, did he? I guess so. I don't know. His character yeah. did. <laughs> his character. His character did. His character is like an annoying white car salesman who's really into Japanese culture right. all the time. Yeah, he yeah, like yeah. brings it up at every opportunity. Oh, you like sushi? I was like, will you calm down a little bit? <laughs> Do you ever do anything that's like American? <laughs> I just like last season, I felt like it was very strange watching the kids, the elves, yeah, played by human children, acting as if they're like in a relationship with each other. That that's made yeah. me uncomfortable. A couple of the main elves yeah. are married. Yeah, yeah. Very strange. What's that home life like? I wonder. Do elves have kids? Do elves here like from what we gather in uh, the Will Ferrell movie Elf? <laughs> oh yeah, they just sleep. <laughs> the in the months outside of December, right? Are sleeping. I don't think that's the case in the Santa Claus's universe. Though. So it's like they celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm. They're already surrounded by like chocolate and candy anyway. Yeah. So I guess they do something romantic and then. Nobody wants to picture what happens. But like, what's romantic <laughs> at home. for? To 900 year old elves who look like they're 10 well you know i'm sure they spice things up okay <laughs> which we, we don't want to picture again because children um yeah one of my notes <laughs> one of my notes just says this is like a real show or something <laughs> i don't know what i wrote that in reaction to oh one can only imagine well it'll probably come up <laughs> so so far as i can like what is the plot that yeah. you were able to pick up? So Mad Santa was a guy. Magnus Antus. Yeah. Um, and he was a Santa. And we don't exactly know why it was he was mad. Yeah, but I guess at one point in the past, the elves, like, turned him into a nutcracker. Yeah. And, and, then, and like, that's their way of imprisoning him. And then it's revealed that uh, and then Gary... accidentally lets him out. Gary the elf with the eye patch. Right. Sold the Nutcracker like 300 years ago. He was like this. He's like the security. To off, yeah, to pay off his gambling debts. <laughs> he was the one that made us laugh the yeah, most when we first watched. Maple syrup. Yeah. He's always swigging his maple syrup. I have syrup. a problem. <laughs> it's like, why that kid, are you that depressed? Kid, that kid's pretty funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why are you exactly? It's like, but here's the thing. It's like I touched on this the last episode too. The last podcast we yeah, did yeah. is that I, there's something about Christmas sadness. I love it. Yeah. It's just, it's like, thematically, it's beautiful to yeah. me. It's like, if I was to write a, a Santa movie, I think I pitched it to you. It was like, he just wanders, it's like, it's Christmas Eve, 
Mm. And the time is ticking, and the yeah. elves are going crazy because they can't find him. Yeah. But Santa has become like dissociated mm-hmm. and like kind of uh, what's the word? Dis something? Um, disappointed. Not disappointed. Disagreeable. Um, not nope nope. It's like whatever. He's become unenthusiastic about it. He's just kind of like lost yeah, faith in Christmas, totally. and he wanders yeah. into a bar where like in Christmas Eve, where it's like yeah. it's the most depressing part. It's a dive where like a bunch of depressed people yeah. who don't have anywhere to go. And he just sits there watching the clock and he's just like doing the thing. Yeah. I think I came up with the the thing about um, at the end of the movie, it's, it's the clock strikes, yeah. it's Christmas, but yeah. Santa's OD'd in the bathroom at the dive. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, I just like that. I can get like, I don't understand why you would be Santa if you were angry, but I can kind of see you getting up at the North Pole and like looking up in the mirror and be like, what is my life? Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. It's like I, I'm supposed to be spreading cheer, giving all these things. Like, but I, I live up here in the North Pole with, <laughs> with children. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it seems though that Scott, the current Santa, yeah, is like I think the North Pole magic affects the way his brain works because he's kind of dumb. He's kind of delighted to be Santa all the yeah. time. It's like there's got to be something yeah. about consuming that much sugar. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you know, it, it's interesting because like the Santa physiology is mm-hmm. different than a human being. Mm-hmm. When the magic takes over, you just start you yeah. eat like that much just to stay healthy. Yeah. Right. You constantly consume candy and sweets. Yeah, you're and craving stuff. sweets. You're like uh, the kid from Chocolate Fever. You ever read that book? No. It's a it's a book about this kid who like he can eat chocolate and never get sick, oh. and it like always keeps him happy, always keeps him full, oh. like never gets anything, and then one day he just gets chocolate fever which shows up in like little brown chicken pox style spots oh, on him wow. but uh yeah it's like he's like santa has like chocolate candy fever yeah. basically yeah where he can just like it's his regular diet yeah, sugar is nourishment to yes him. Yeah. yeah and it's like they're trying to get him up to weight <laughs> yeah in order to keep him it's healthy. pretty funny honestly yeah. the 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 yeah the premise of the santa claus universe is pretty good pretty funny i wonder if it's like you just you become Santa and your brain starts to like take on a different Santa neurology yeah. and you're just like yeah. your thought process is all candy canes maybe that's why and stuff. Magnus Antis was so mad he's like he's trying to be himself yeah that, that's the struggle is like to find the identity yeah. of Magnus underneath the yeah. Santa <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to discover himself what do your notes say um what do I have next the kids, Scott and his wife's kids, have superpowers now. Yeah, so his daughter can talk to animals, and which has, she finds yeah. out really quickly is annoying. And she seems to have some other kind of like energy powers, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't we didn't watch that no. far. No. And then the son, um, as far as I could tell, he's like enthusiastic about being the next yeah. Santa, but also enthusiastic about keeping his girlfriend at the North Pole. Yeah. Which it's it's a teenage love. Yeah, so it's kind of, it's funny. That's not going anywhere. But the kid Cal, he's pretty he's pretty dumb. Oh my god, I just figured out the plot line to my depressed Santa is that he gets divorced from Mrs. Claus uh-huh. in the North Pole. That's something like you yeah. don't think it would happen, but like she just looks up one day and she's like, "What am I doing yeah. here?" And then she leaves him, mm. and that prompts. But him she's to trying do it. to get the North Pole in the divorce. She's <laughs> like, this whole enterprise is gonna be run by Mrs. Claus now. Yeah. So he's then she like, remarries. She Side remarries. Santa. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's like CEO Santa. <laughs> um, there was a weird music number 
which was a cover of Dancing With Myself. Yeah, I skipped through those. But it was called Dancing when, With My when Elf. When anybody ever starts singing in a TV <laughs> show, it's my rule of thumb. I just skip through it. I hate Big Mouth. For oh, that man. and many other reasons. Yeah, I didn't even watch that. Anything where people start singing, I skip through it. I did it through The Boys. Sorry. So you don't even like you don't like, you just don't like musicals. I um here's the thing. There was a time where I was in a musical, mm-hmm. and I was a little bit into musicals. And mm-hmm. to this day, like if you show me stuff from like Singing in the Rain, yeah, or the Book of Mormon, yeah, like I won't turn it off. Yeah, but I'll never purposefully <laughs> go to a musical that isn't like the opera. Right. If it's you know, um, I don't know. What's it? What's a musical? Sound of Music. <laughs> I'll never see The Sound of Music. Wow. But I'll see Don Giovanni. Oh. It was like, I'm, I'm pretty good as musicals go. <laughs> I don't, I especially don't need them when I don't want them in TV. Yeah. Skip, skip, skip. I know nothing good's happening here. There's no story being developed. It's just people singing. <laughs> just wasting my time with la 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 la. <laughs> We're good. Fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like musicals always have that one song that's like a filler song, you know, as well. Like, you'll finish the song, you'll be like, that didn't. Because usually. The, it didn't advance the plot. Yeah, usually a, mu- a song in a musical does something to advance the plot. In a musical. But in it, a TV show, yeah. it might like elaborate on an emotion. Yes. But it doesn't advance the plot. Yes. Betty, the head elf Betty, gets to go on her cribble crabble. Right. Which is very, um. Yeah, she's like. Yiddish the, sounding. The yeah, it does, doesn't <laughs> Rim rum springer. Yeah. Well, you know. That's yeah. the thing is, like, if you didn't know anything about. Amish people, you'd be like, are these Jews? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely kidding. Very pro Israel. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's another joke. Joking. Um, I'm pro-human. <laughs> and then, yeah, her husband, Noel, suggests different places she can go visit on her Cribble Crabble, and he says, New York City, Paris, Area 51. He's like, okay, so it's like, she's the most stern head elf, yeah. and he's like the goofiest one. And they're yeah. like married. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's weird. I wonder how mu- how far elf civilization ex- extends, because like do that they have like an entire little industry of elf wedding planners? Well, oh, how many of the elves actually work in the factory? That's the thing, because when they talk about Bad Santa, Mad Santa, Bad Santa. That sounds like Bad Santa. That was Mac. a movie. Bad Santa was um, someone else. Yeah. When they're talking Which in about, my head is always starring Vince Vaughn for some reason. <laughs> when they're talking about Magnus Antis, they say that he moved like Santa HQ to the North Pole. He's the guy that brought it to the North Pole. Where was it before? Europe. They just say Europe. Just Norway. But maybe... It's, it's funny. It's like, did he just move it like 10 inches up? Like, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Exactly? yeah. <laughs> but then they say that he invited all of the elves in the world to the North Pole. Which implies there are elves all over the place, like Oompa Loompas. If I was Santa, I would move the North Pole. I'd move HQ uh, to yeah. the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, I'm going to drive to the factory in my Bugatti. <laughs> um, right. But he, so he's crazy because he moved the HQ yeah, I to guess. a discreet location. Yeah. Which sounds like something that you, you should do, honestly. Yeah, if you're Santa? Yeah. Totally. Because they're saying that humans are trying to steal... So that, the Christmas magic. That's why that he moved it. It sounds like, he, again, it, this sounds like a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. So far, sane Santa. <laughs> sane Santa. I don't know what's mad about him exactly. They referenced the Yule-verse, which I didn't see because I didn't see the first season. Yes. Yeah, so the Yule-verse, that's like, 
that's quite literally it's the Santa multiverse. Is that like when Aang it, goes back and sees the past avatars? A little bit. It's almost quite literally that. It's like they point <laughs> out that Scott is supposed to be like the first human Santa. What are the other And that Santas? the previous iterations were like all imaginary. Oh. Yeah. So when he took up the mantle, he was like he became the first human to become Santa. That's weird. And all the previous people were like, oh, Father Christmas the legend. Are they you implying know? that Saint Nicholas is not a real person? I, I guess so. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Like, but we became divorced from the Christianity aspect yeah. of Christmas a long time yeah. ago. I wonder if you walk around like, how devout are the elves? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> is there like a, a schism of like Catholic and Protestant yeah. elves? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder where the elves land on the Israel-Hamas debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's genocide. <laughs> um, goodness. <laughs> There are elves on both sides. Who do you think built the tunnels? There are elves on both sides. Um, uh, what's my next note say? <laughs> oh yeah, Betty leaves on her Gribble Crabble. Just hang on one sec. We're joking. Don't at me. <laughs> God forbid we try to bring oh, some man. pleasantry and holiday yeah. cheer into the world. Yeah. The world's on fire. We oh. can make a joke about it. It's That's okay. never not on fire. What do you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Betty leaves on her cripple crabble. Immediately, Noel begins burning documents. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's trying to cover stuff. He's trying up. to cover up the, the mad Santa yeah. so that Scott doesn't find out. Yeah, I think it's like, because what's implicit there is that the elves betrayed a Santa and turned him yes. into a nutcracker. It was like a. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to think of like what was another movie where that happened, and I can only think of X Men Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Where in the beginning, like, they have Apocalypse, yeah. and he's, like, a pharaoh, and then he gets betrayed yeah. by one of the ancient Egyptians. And... That was the only good part of that movie. <laughs> the opening sequence. There was, like, a couple parts that I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, there's the part where they're they're playing, like, Metallica, and the angel's, like, mm. turning into the evil version of Angel. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to... <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Mad Santa breaks out of the nutcracker in Fluffy's shop. So that happens because... Fluffy's character is like in love with Christmas Yeah And trying to keep his Christmas town yeah, up Big Santa fan Which I'm not sure how a business like that runs for the rest of the year <laughs> Yeah What do you think he does the rest of the year? <laughs> I don't know It's like, hey, if it was like Oh, this is a nice little rustic town Yeah And then in the winter We cover everything in like fake snow And put yeah. up lights and stuff And do a whole thing Yeah It's like, that makes sense to yeah. me Yeah But like, you gotta do something for the rest of the year, right? Yeah I wonder what he does It's like if your business was to grow Christmas trees, yeah, is to grow those trees, and then you only sell them at Christmas time, yeah, it's like how do you keep a business? Yeah. The, do you have how many trees do you have to sell? I'm, I'm assuming they either sell a million trees or they do have another job. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. must have another job, or you could just sell them for regular landscaping purposes. Yes, you know, but those are trees. They're pretty again. Yeah, all year round have a use and a sale, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Cupid shows up and talks to Santa, right? Because they introduced that i think in the third or second movie is that uh, all the people are like friends there's like gaia mother earth yeah there's weird. a father time there's yes. a jack frost there's a cupid yeah. there's like the easter other bunny. The easter bunny is a thing they don't have a dude for halloween yeah do they why isn't the dude okay so cupid calls them legendaries all the other legendaries are worried is what he says legendaries i wonder if there's like a dead soldier for remembrance day or yeah something. why isn't the easter one a crucified jesus <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like the legendary. It's just Jesus walks yeah. up. It's like Resurrected Nick, Jesus. We're a, Scott, we're a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me and the other legendaries. <laughs> yeah, they're they're worried because Scott wants to make Cal the next Santa. It's also like an interesting mix of mythology because Gaia and Cupid yeah. are both like ancient Greek, Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, Cupid specifically is like the Roman name of Eros. Yes, so right. it's like yeah. But uh, carry on. There's a really funny scene where Cal's girlfriend sees Cupid and is like, "Oh, cute baby!" Even though Cupid's like a 70 year old dude in a diaper, in a diaper, floating. Yeah, it's like, "Oh, jeez!" And what? the girl's like, "Oh, cute baby!" And starts doing peekaboo, and but then Cupid like falls for it. <laughs> it's a really weird it's scene. A, very strange. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things that like, I think about that sometimes in a writer's room. Yeah. In a movie, you don't have to make that joke. Yeah. In a TV show, you kind of do because there's quotas of like, yeah. it's kind of like it's part of the play on why Family Guy or Simpsons or right. South Park have to be the way they are yeah. is because there's a quota of how many jokes per minute. Yeah. You have to meet. Yeah. So it's like you don't really have to do that in something like this. We're in the streaming world now, mm-hmm. but we gotta make everybody cringe just a little. That's bit, true. You know. That's true. <laughs> so it's like. It was funny actually. After she finished the peekaboo and the walked away, Cupid like snapped out of it. And he said something like, "He's like that was humiliating," <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> this is like Cupid. Cupid's gonna be in my depressed Santa movie <laughs> for sure. It's just like it's just all of the legendaries. They come and sit down in a circle like it's AA. And um, like, man, I shoot all these people with arrows all the time, <laughs> make them fall in love. But what? Which one of these arrows is for me? Yeah, you know, Santa threatens to tell Cupid's wife the truth that it took like five and a half arrows to get her to fall in love with Cupid. Yeah, I mean, look, like, he's a 70-year-old man in a diaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's like, uh, that. that's how the movie starts. It's it's Cupid slips up and tells Mrs. Claus, like, yeah, I shot you with an arrow to yeah. make you fall in love with Nick. Yeah. You know? Wow, and then she has a whole thing. She starts drinking because she realizes that's when she. That's why the divorce happens, right? Because she realizes the marriage is a sham. Yeah, yeah. I just like the idea that now, now my movie is Santa sitting in this bar, and it's just a series of flashbacks going back yeah. and forth, and then intercuts with like the elves panicking at yeah. the North Pole. Where is he? Where is he? Yeah, yeah. It's like gritty though. This movie, right? Yeah, very, very. Gritty. There's like a little bit of gray in his beard. It's not like a pure white, fluffy thing of snow. There's like a little bit of gray. There's some stress on the Santa. There's like a scene of the, as like the movie's climaxing and like the, you know, it's about to hit midnight or whatever. The clock's about to say, it's time, you know? Yeah. And then there's like a shot of like the head elf. Someone's like, where's the head elf? Where's the head elf? And they like open the door to the head elf's office and you just see their feet like dangling. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like it, it cuts back to Santa and he's like tying the belt around his yeah. arm. He's like I'm trying to feel a little bit of this Christmas spirit. Um, sorry, everybody. I know this is a hard thing to listen to. Santa asks Cupid. I'm reading my notes again. Santa asks Cupid about his situation with his family. And Cupid says, that's tough because I really only deal in romantic love. Plus, as you know, I can't have kids. And Santa says, how would I know that? then Cupid just moves on. I thought that was kind of funny. (laughs) As you know, I can't have kids. It's like, well, hang on. Why? What does that mean? How would I know that? Does it... Okay, hang on. Doesn't romantic love kind of have a purpose? 
if we're looking at this like biologically. That's true. That's an interest. That's a, I feel like that's a whole other conversation. Like, wait, so yeah. holy crap! It's like another layer to the depression is that Cupid is impotent. <laughs> <laughs> What's wow. the point? Yeah. He's making all these happy families. And like... It's everybody's suffering through their own existential crisis. Like even the Easter Bunny's sitting in the AA meeting and he's like, it's not about me. I'm terrified of my own existence. I'm going to go to hell one of these days, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to have to answer before the son of God about why I usurped his holiday for the atheists. There's <laughs> a running gag where Cal or um, Scott is trying to, he can never get Magnus antis's name correct and he says magnus angina well you know like i thought that was i thought that was pretty fun that was kind of a, a that was a little bit come on scott we're we know you're trying to throw the word vagina in there just for... yeah <laughs> my next note says started watching auntie donna <laughs> i got distracted well you know they were uh... <laughs> did you watch auntie donna's big old house of fun no, I never did watch that. That's actually a really, really hilarious sketch yeah. show. Yeah, it's not. I would say it's not as good as I think you should leave mm. by Tim Robinson, but Auntie Such Donna is show. really funny. Man, funnier than uh, they should make a Santa show. That's what they should do. I swear they've got to have something Christmassy in there somewhere. But the thing yeah. is, like, as soon as it's like the rule of thumb with them is, is that as soon as they have something Christmassy in there, it's going to immediately not be Christmas anymore. Yeah. 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 It's like they're a Christmas in July type of people, you know? <laughs> I really like the bit in the, in the first season of the show, Santa goes to visit, Scott goes to visit his own son who's like started a successful business oh, yeah. living with his wife and yeah. kids and is just he's like, he's like trying to son. Yeah. he's trying to convince this guy who has like his whole life together to like hey abandon all of this yeah. and come live in the north pole and be santa yeah don't you want to take up the family business yeah. i was like what business how much money do you make yeah well, i'll be like wolf of wall street guy show me the number right now <laughs> <laughs> i'll quit my I job guess, i'll come work for you you show me I your guess pay stuff? if you work in the north pole that, like the pay is that you are at the North Pole. It right? sounds like it's good benefits. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like when the when the elf decides to stay in the Crumble Crabble. Yeah. Does he get a four hundred one k? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. You know, what is it? he just goes and gets a job, I guess. Right, and like, can you imagine how much of a letdown that would be? <laughs> yeah. To work yeah. in like I don't know a Sonic yeah. <laughs> instead of. Yeah, or like Amazon a office, Amazon or warehouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that would be exactly it. It'd be like a, an inverse North Pole is to work in the Amazon <laughs> warehouse. That is the North Pole for us, you know. <laughs> it's like... Bezos is Santa. Yeah. Our he's our universe is Santa. I was watching uh, the Futurama reboot. Is that like the? Oh yeah, yeah. There's new ones on Disney Plus. Yeah, they have like a yet. new season of Futurama. I, I heard about that. I didn't know it was out. Um, they they do a thing with MomCorp being Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's just progressively getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> it starts with like a moon base, but it's constantly expanding. Yeah, and then it just expands to the whole size of the universe. And they're like, oh, I guess we're just pretty much living life as normal again. When's uh? With just more convenient delivery service. When is when is Amazon going to get a moon base? That's what I that's what I want to know. They do have Blue Origin. Yeah, well, Jeff Bezos has Blue Origin. Yeah. It's not necessarily an Amazon thing, but 
And right now it's just a orbital flight. Yeah. For like, tourism. It's like low orbit too, right? It's space tourism. Yeah. But William Shatner went up there and he was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, Which I'm sure can you that. really trust anything that guy says though? William Shatner? Yeah. I don't know. He's Canadian. You know who else is Canadian? Um, Drake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what were you gonna say if I, I didn't was, answer Drake. I was Justin Bieber. Gonna sign on. Dion. I had a few names going through my head, but was, none of them were actually that funny. I was doing, trying to answer a, a quiz at one point. Mm-hmm. It was showing me like Drake, Justin Bieber, Celine Dion. Pick one of these Canadians. I was like, can I pick like someone else? Pick one for what? Just like who's the who's the best? Yeah, well, let me pick the F1 driver. Somebody else. <laughs> like, okay, Nickelback. but if you had to pick Nickelback, all right, no. If you had to pick one, though, one of them. One of those people? One of them. The problem is I don't listen to any of them. Okay, but the other two are dying. Get one you get to spare. Which one? <sighs> That's a significantly difficult thing for me to do. Celine Dion, Bieber, or Drake. Who would you pick? To save? Probably Celine Dion. <laughs> I, I'm, do you listen to Celine Dion? No. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, I don't have strong feelings. Are we expected to worship these people because they're Canadians? Can I pick yeah. somebody else? Can I resurrect Terry Fox? Is that a thing I can yeah, do with this? bring him back. One thing. You know who I'm going to pick every time? My favorite <laughs> Canadian of all time? Keanu Reeves. Oh, man. Bam. Just nailed it right there. You know, my dad refuses to pronounce his name correctly. He told me about this one. Keenow. He always says Keenow. <laughs> Keenow Reeves. And we're like, what are you talking about, Dad? Yeah, man. And he knows. He knows. I was watching the show uh, Inside Job. It's like a Rick and Morty ripoff that they did on Netflix. Oh. And uh, at one point, one of the plots is that a uh, character in the show starts dating Keanu Reeves, and she starts calling him Nunu. And I was like, oh my god, this is so That's bad. weird. <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's an okay show. I just feel like they picked the coolest possible thing. Yeah. Which is the show is about these guys who work for the deep state mm. and they deal with a bunch of conspiracies and stuff. Oh, yeah. But the whole show is just basically hardly scratching the surface of a conspiracy and then calling you stupid forever, like engaging with this. <laughs> I was like, well, if you're going to do this, I'm not going to watch your show. And the main character of the show is a ripoff of Rick. She's just female human Rick. Mm. It's, a, it's a cartoon? Yeah. I never heard of this show. It's actually like, it's even drawn very similarly yeah. to the Rick and Morty style. It's like, yeah. Made me sad. They only did, t- they did two seasons. I don't think it's coming back. Which is, it's sad because like, you could have done so much more. You squandered your potential. Anyway. Um, so, what, what else is in your notes? Well, at this point, as you could probably tell by the Auntie Donna note got that I got, Auntie Donna. I started getting distracted. There's only a little bit left oh, okay. of my notes. Mad Santa is seriously impressed with Fluffy's iPhone, which I thought was... They always have to do that kind of thing, don't they? He is from the 1300s. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine he would be. Yeah. Here's the thing. We didn't even really start celebrating Christmas this way until like the past hundred years. Yeah. What was 1300 Santa even That's doing? That's probably why he's mad. <laughs> this is the kind of, I have nothing to do. <laughs> recruited to this thing, given all this responsibility, and there's nothing really to do with it. <laughs> it gives me pause. It gives me pause to wonder who it is that was expecting. You people didn't even have chimneys. 
Dang. <laughs> it's like, yeah. People needed to have chimneys before there needed to be a Santa. <laughs> the, the peasant in his thatch hut. Suddenly, well, here's the thing that I have seen is that uh, Santa will magically make your fireplace accessible. Yeah. yeah. Whether or not yeah. it's big enough, whether or not it has like mm-hmm. the chimney or any of that stuff. He'll just show up yeah. and your chim- your fireplace will like, because you have a nice fireplace. I'm looking at it right now. It's one of those nice glass ones yes. where electric. I assume heat comes out of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's electric. Yeah. You're going to flip a switch and this fire mm-hmm. display is going to come up. And mm-hmm. it's really, it's nice to look at. Gives you the warmth, but mm-hmm. you're not going to like chuck something in no. there. You don't have a poker. No. no. Yeah. It's safe. It's modern. Yeah. But if Saint Nick shows up, yeah, it will suddenly become an old-fashioned fireplace and yeah. it will expand to fit him. Yeah. And whether or not you had a chimney, which I assume you don't, no, right? Yeah. You'll he'll somehow be able to fit down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. Actually, I guess does a chimney just appear on the roof? What if I live in an apartment without a fireplace? <laughs> what do you do? There must be a scene where he comes in through like a, like an electric heater. You know. <laughs> Like one of those old heaters you it see. Just, like, it's one of those tiny floor vents. <laughs> he just comes <laughs> it's out like of It's like the shoe size. And yeah. It's going to like expand to yeah. fit a fat man. And he climbs out of, the, out of the floor. My sister and I used to have this tradition where every Christmas she and I would watch the Family Guy special Road to the North Pole. Oh, yeah. Where Stewie mm-hmm. insists on going up to the North Pole to yeah. meet Santa Claus. And yeah. then they do. And they find out that the whole place is going to hell. And Santa Claus is explaining. It's like... You don't understand. It started off with us making simple toys, and then it got way too complicated. People started asking for way too much stuff and way too complicated things. Have you ever tried making an iPhone, Stewie? (laughs) (laughs) The elves are like years and years of inbreeding have basically turned them into like very like... Little gremlins or something? Yeah, pretty much. And then they, they work and work and work until eventually they just walk out of the factory and they fall dead into the tundra, and then the cannibalistic reindeer just eat them. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. It is pretty horrible, but it is <laughs> the songs in that show. Those are good. <laughs> you don't skip those ones. No, I sing along. <laughs> Christmas time is killing us. <laughs> um, like I said, I don't. I like Christmas. I actually enjoy yeah. it. I love the decorations. I oh, love yeah. the cheer. I love yeah. what it's about. Yeah. But there's just something about sad Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's oh, just... yeah. We talked about that last time, and I think about that conversation pretty often. It's just that, that somber. It's just something the, yeah. delicious. Oh, man. Christmas yeah. time is uh, here. It's, it's just like... dark. Because here's the thing. Yeah. I was thinking about this, too. It's like, if you have, and this goes for like any type of celebration. Mm-hmm. A birthday, for instance, is supposed to be a nice, happy thing. Mm-hmm. You're celebrating that you accomplished another year of your life. Mm-hmm. But if that year is not awesome, yeah, if you failed to do something, yeah, if things didn't work out for mm-hmm. you, you're going to come around to that birthday being like, oh no, this is a reminder that yeah. time is running out. Yes. And the same thing is true of Christmas. It's like, it wants yeah. you to be... In warmth, in family, in hearth, it wants you to give gifts to people. Mm-hmm. And if you can't manage that mm-hmm. stuff, it's one of the most. I think it always came up to me because, like, the expectation of romance around Christmas, right, is always interesting. Yeah, it's like, 
all I want for Christmas yeah. is you. And it's like, if you don't have that person, yeah. all of these songs, like this yeah. major portion of the holiday yeah. fall flat. Yeah. So it's like, what else does this apply to? Well, if you're poor, you can't buy gifts. Can yeah. you? And now it's like, Christmas is a worry. Yeah. I work in marketing. All holidays to me are not holidays. They are marketing events. People go, oh, nice, it's Christmas. Me, I have to draft emails and yeah. social media captions and put together yeah. graphics and like yeah. coordinate a sale. Yeah. It's not the same. There's, mm. It's not a signal for enjoyment. Mm-hmm. The signal for enjoyment to me is it's 5.30. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's Christmas, it means it's 7.30. I'm going home. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> so there's like... It's the thing is a holiday, especially something as beautiful as Christmas, raises the expectation. Mm. And now that you don't meet that expectation, if you weren't even meeting your regular everyday expectation of life, and now suddenly it's in the roof because it's Christmas time, yeah, it's like now if you don't measure up to that level of happy, mm-hmm. it's like well you can embrace the other thing, be a little bit sad. Yeah. Be a little bit sad on Christmas. Yeah. Just look at the twinkling lights in the darkness. Yeah. Isn't that there's something beautiful about it? Oh yeah. Just this there's it's the there's little hearths of warmth mm-hmm. and brightness, but outside is like yeah. this vacuum of frozen it's death. It's dark and yes. cold. Yes. Empty. The sun disappears. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. I <laughs> I came home really late one night. Mm-hmm. And then I slept in on the Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up, there was like a couple hours of daylight and then back to darkness. <laughs> it tricks your brain a little bit. Yeah. They make it, they made a reference to that in the show. In oh, this, yeah. Where Noel couldn't remember what time of day it was when he met Betty because it's the North Pole. And he was like, it's kind of confusing, isn't it? Ha ha ha. There's lots of jokes in this show like that where I'm like, okay. It felt like, yeah, they're meeting a quota, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, why are you guys doing yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a, they, they, um, they, uh, my last note is, uh, Mad Santa is on the loose. He's out and about in this, like, weird Christmas village. And, uh, he's giving kids walnuts. Because that's what Santa does, Mad Santa does, I guess, in the 1300s. What is your thing? Is if you were in the 1300s, you're like, oh, thank you, Lord, yeah. a walnut. Yeah, exactly. My family is saved. And he's throwing these walnuts like so hard at people, <laughs> just like shocking them. <laughs> and then a kid, he gives it to a kid, and this kid's like, I don't want this crap. And the kid's like, I don't want this walnut. I want Roblox. Which is a digital thing. Yeah. It's like And it's, it's free. <laughs> it's like, it's free to play. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's like there's like Roblox monies yeah. in there somewhere. But then those are called Robux. Robux. And he should have said that. And then Mad Santa says my favorite line of the show, which is Who is this Roblox they keep speaking of? <laughs> That's my last note. I thought that line was pretty good. Who is this Roblox they speak of? I guess Roblox enters the uh Santaverse. Roblox is one of the legendaries. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he's just sits, he's like a he's like a Minecraft looking person. He's yeah, just, just a blocky that's, guy. This is I get I, I never played Roblox. No. I hear about it and I know it's got like some actually pretty cool potentials. Yeah, it does. As a game. Yeah. But to me I never actually I would never stuck around to no. make it distinct from Minecraft. No. I never played much Minecraft mm. either, so that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. To me it's just a bunch of blocky people running around doing blocky yeah, things. There's similarities for sure. 
definitely. Yeah, but from what I heard, I'm actually like, it's pretty interesting to me. Like when kids say, You're, "I'm playing Roblox," and it's like, "Well, what is the game Roblox?" Oh no, no, it's like a multiverse of games. It can be anything because it's you crazy. can program your yeah. own game into yeah. it, which is super cool. Yeah, you can program a North Pole. Who wins in a fight then? Who? Santa Claus, Celine Dion, or Roblox? <laughs> I think we know who the real winner is, and it's definitely Roblox. <laughs> Celine Dion is mortal. <laughs> yeah, well. And if you don't believe me, look at your main Spotify playlist right now and count to me how many songs are by Celine Dion. Okay? If we want to look in how much money each of these people have raked, yeah. Celine Dion is going to fall behind Santa. Yeah. And one of these days, Santa's going to fall behind Roblox. Because guess what? Roblox is all year round, baby. <laughs> Did you ever write a letter to Santa in elementary school? I think I remember doing that. It was like a school thing. But when I think about what was in that letter, it was a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, um, I love uh, the Boondocks. There's an episode where right. it's like, I can't quote it directly because there's an N-word in it. <laughs> okay. Dear just just Santa, say Roblox instead. Roblox. It's like, I'm gonna get you, Santa, and you're gonna pay what you owe. <laughs> and it's just Riley yeah. running through and shooting yeah. all Santas with BB guns yeah. and like terrorizing them. It's hilarious to me. Because I know that like here in Canada, there's an address you can send your letters to. Yeah. Like Canada Post has an address, like the North Pole, you can send it to. If you want to send a letter to Santa. What, what's the point? I think... Is it just like... I think there's someone at Canada Post that'll send you a letter back. Is it? Probably like a generic letter, I would guess. To just say what? Like, hey, letter received, processing? Thanks. No, like, thank... Like, it's like from Santa. It's from Santa. Is it like... Is it copy-pasted? Dear, thank you for writing your letter. So nice to receive a letter all the way from... Like... I hope you've been yeah. good this year. Yeah, Santa. Yeah. Now, I wonder, do you think in the United States they have a similar thing and he lives in Alaska? Dear Santa, my name is Farood. I live in Gaza Strip. <laughs> I only have one. I only have, there's only one thing I want for Christmas this year. That is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that everyone. That is to move on from this bit. <laughs> Um, um, do you think Russians? Because okay, Canada. Yeah. In Canada. Yeah. There's many countries that have a claim on the North Pole. Yeah. Canada claims the North Pole. Greenland also. Greenland, Russia, Russia. Norway, and the United States. Norway I think. and the United States. Yeah. So obviously in Canada we think North Pole. Santa's Canadian. I think geographically it actually just makes the most sense that it's Canada. Yeah. Because we our northern archipelago stretches up that way. I think. Yeah. Thematically, to me, it's like if you're looking for the traditional cultural yeah. roots, I'll give it to Norway. Yeah, totally. If you're looking for who's dominating the market, I'm yeah. going to give it to America. Yeah, I guess Santa's Santa Alaskan. Santa feels pretty American to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about y'all. But... <laughs> it's like, yeah. again, yeah. we went over this in the, in the previous podcast. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Decided how Santa looks. Coke Santa. And now yeah. we all go by that. Yeah, that's so true. I don't know when the last time you bought your kid anything other than a red crayon was to do this. <laughs> but uh, that's the yeah. color of Santa, bro. And Mad Santa in the show. 
from 1307 AD is like dressed like brown and green. Like yeah. he has furs on him. He and wears stuff. like furs and yeah. has holly around him and stuff I like, like that. The, yeah. I like that. I like his costume. He also has a gnome, which apparently the elves are really racist towards gnomes. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know if you caught that. But how many of these magical creatures exist and how many of them have gone extinct? There was another weird racist thing. Let me look at my notes again, actually. Because their daughter finds that she has magical powers, so she goes to talk to the Christmas witch. Right. Which that was a weird thing. Something, yeah, it just started existing yeah. in the in the first season guess, of the show. I guess there's a Christmas there's witch. There's just a Christmas witch, and uh, we have no idea what purpose she serves. And Is she a legendary? Then so she goes and is like, hey, is it okay if I hang out with the witch some more? And both of her parents are like weirdly racist towards witches. Well, they no were wonder. Like, they were like, oh, well, that's good, you know. She's one of the good ones. So, like, well, you know, she's one of the good. She's one of the good ones. Well, here's the thing. She when can't you say, help that she's a witch. When you say witch, it kind of implies that it's a, a, an angry old woman who's trying to ruin your life with yeah. magic. Yeah. Or a potion or something. Right. right? Even though, like, by today's standards, we're supposed to say, oh, those are Wiccans. Yeah. That's a whole religion where they worship Satan or something. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Um, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, there's like a lot of... It's like Druidry isn't necessarily like demonic worship, right? right? You're about, to, you're about to have a hex placed upon you. T- place away. Add, <laughs> add to the like gallery of curses that is already consistent of my life. It'll do nothing. Oh, man. It's like, oh, one scream is nothing in the chorus. <laughs> it's drowned out by the noise of my sad Christmas system. <laughs> That's why. This is why. Is, um, yeah. I'm cursed by a witch to yeah. enjoy sad Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was literally I was thinking about it as I was driving over here. I was like, I've been think, trying to figure out a way, a, a, um, an occasion for me to just go down to Lafarge Lake, right, in Coquitlam and walk around yeah. and see the Christmas lights because I think it would be really fun yeah. to do with somebody and just yeah. like to see the thing. But if I can't find somebody, yeah. I might just do it alone. Yeah, and just enjoy. It. I'll yeah. just plug in. I'll plug in this podcast. Wow. And I'll listen to this as I walk around Lafarge Lake. That's weird. Okay, I'm going to provide some commentary then for your walk. Nice. As you take a step. It's ASMR now. I got weird right away. Like, Immediately she weird. Said one line. You're like, as you take a step. <laughs> I, that's, I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> that's fine. I'm gonna enjoy this bit as I'm walking around. I bought some mini donuts last time. I was last time I was there. Oh yeah. I was uh, goaded into going by um, AD, who has yeah. been on a couple of previous podcasts. And uh, his fiance, soon to be mm-hmm. wife, exciting. Um, and they made me take pictures of them over there. Nice. But uh, I got back at them because I bought some mini donuts, mm-hmm. and she couldn't have any because she's a celiac. Take that! Yeah. Sad Christmas for the win. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, you judo, you judoed them. I judoed them yeah. into. You shoulder throwed them. But you know, it's look. You can really savor the moment of Christmas a lot. Yeah, I was another thing I was uh, on about is that Christmas just starts on December twenty fifth, 
and stretches yes. to January 6th. Yeah, you were talking about that last time, too. It makes sense because in, in my church, I was wondering about it because I'm a Coptic Christian and our Christmas is supposed to be January 7th. Mm-hmm. And now it all makes sense to me that the 12 days of Christmas yeah. are from the 25th to the 6th. Mm-hmm. So that it's like... This is the period, the time period, yeah. and it goes over New Year's. And there's one thing that I, I was liking about it a lot when we were doing our 2023 podcast mm. was if your resolutions after New Year's aren't really like hitting the ground running on January 1st, give yourself a break. It's Christmas. Nice. You know? Yeah. yeah. Right? I was liking that a lot. Yeah. And also, it's like it takes the pressure off of make this one day so special yeah. because you have 12 of them. Yeah. You know? Lovely. You have time. Yeah. Enjoy it. It's yeah. the darkest period of the year. Yeah. The yeah. winter solstice. And then the year is going to change. You have 12 days. Chill. <laughs> you know? Be sad for all of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> enjoy your depression throughout all of them. Uh, um, man, that's got to be... If you're talking about people who are going to wake up, look in the mirror, being like, what is my life? What does a Christmas witch do? Yeah. When she wakes up and looks in the mirror, she's like, oh my god. When it's not Christmas, is she just, just a witch? I couldn't just be a regular witch. Is she just a regular witch when it's not Christmas, or is she a Christmas witch all year round? That's a great point. Did she, like, all her fellow witches were being burned alive Is there the a witch for every holiday? And then she had to, like, relocate to the North Pole to escape yeah. persecution. Yeah, is there a Labor Day witch? There's just witches for every yeah. holiday. It's Canada Day. What's yeah. what's July Fourth? Which like I wonder. She seems yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah, you know? I think I saw her on on uh, Reddit, nice. in Walmart the other day actually. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? Uh, she's on a r- r- ripping on her on her uh, rascal scooter. Oh my god, <laughs> that's brilliant! <laughs> Shooting fireworks yeah. out of the back of it, <laughs> wearing an American flag. Yep. Nice. Yes. Now we're gonna get a. A hex from the American witch. Add to the, yep. the chorus. Add yep. to the rubber band ball of yep. hexes that is my life. Um, this, again, like, which is, it, it's a very broad term. Mm-hmm. So is. to, like, decide, uh, you know what? I'm the Christmas witch. That's going to be my thing. Yeah. That's my identity yeah. now. Enjoy it. Yeah. I have no problem with this. The Christmas witch. It's good branding. Yeah. And there's I don't no know room. what the point of you is, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what exactly is it that yeah. the Christmas witch has done? That's true. At all, what's your career like? Yeah, you know, is she also very old? Do you think? What are your aspirations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like witches uh, traditionally are supposed to be like, you know, communing with the gods of nature, yeah. the old the old gods yeah. before Christianity. Yeah. So they held on to the old religions, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, in the more extreme cases, they would be like trying to replicate the communion in their own right. rituals. You know, usually like you know, doing something like uh, drawing blood from an animal and being yeah. like, "Oh, it's like the blood of blood of Christ, but I spiked it with LSD or something." You know, it's like <laughs> um, fun Christmas recipes. Uh, <laughs> but to be a Christmas witch, it's like so. Your thing is that you only work. It's kind of genius. You only work for one month in the year. Yeah. And assuming whatever your work really is, it's like, what is it that you're doing? Yeah. Forcing people to be on the naughty list? I guess. Have you ever... Here's the thing. We pretend that a naughty list exists, but how many people actually, like, act upon it? 
How do you mean act upon it? Like, how many parents have given their children coal? Oh, I can't imagine very many. No. I bet even the bad... You know what? Because you don't want to render that judgment on a kid. No. And just be like, you were naughty. I'm going to ruin your Christmas now. Here's a piece of coal. Can you imagine getting a piece of coal for Christmas? You'd be freaking rich now, wouldn't you? <laughs> Hold on to that for when the society crumbles. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have you seen the price of coal? Yeah, coal. <laughs> yeah, coal's the future. Coal is the future. Like yeah. Donald Trump said, coal yeah. is the future. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> everything in the North Pole is like, is it, imagine, because we're like, it's all powered by Christmas magic and yeah. coal. Yeah, <laughs> so, just zooms out and it's just like smokestacks there, everywhere. There's like a soot-covered elf, he's got to shovel it into yeah, a just, giant <laughs> furnace. <laughs> I got black lung. That's where the gnomes are, they're that's, that's why the security elf, the guy with yeah. the eye patch, is like, is that way. Yeah. Because his family comes from coal um, shoveling elves. Yeah. That makes sense. I was yeah. the first one. He drinks to forget. Yeah. <laughs> he drinks maple syrup. Yeah. So I wonder if like it does Is that, that much sugar just kind of put you in a stupor? I wonder. Yeah. It's for like, an elf, maybe. I have like, a feeling that if I just drank a bunch of maple syrup, I would just feel sick. Do the elves like sour candy? Mmm. They definitely like like everything sweet, but sour candy? Yeah, how would they give react? Give them something kind of like citrusy or lemony. Is that the ultimate weapon? Is that how you break into the North Pole? This is this is how I, you know, like this is biological warfare against yeah. the elves. Yeah. I'm going to send them citrusy fruits. Yeah. <laughs> Just see what happens. Yeah, it's an orange star. It's like the opposite. It's like we needed not to get scurvy, but if you give them vitamin C, <laughs> they start getting yeah. scurvy. That makes hey. sense because they definitely, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. They'd be the ultimate, like, ship crew for like 16th century oh my god <laughs> maybe that's what they were um christopher columbus he came over here and he tortured all those natives with a gang yeah. of elves yeah i always take why do i always take this to dark places yeah well i think that's just how humanity is you know i do i do believe christopher columbus <laughs> brought elves <laughs> to the americas <laughs> he was he was magnus antis he was the next yeah. incarnation was wow. Christ, christopher columbus yeah. santas yeah. chris columbus chris kringle columbus wow what is santa's name is it saint yeah. nicholas is it nick Claus? is it chris kringle where did chris kringle come from it doesn't make sense it sounds a little bit too close to chris pringle yeah <laughs> like he's a chips guy yeah it must be it's it's saint nick it's saint nick that's his name saint nick saint nicholas what's that guy's last name do you know saint nicholas apparently it's claus i guess this is an audio format you can't really see the face i'm giving right <laughs> it's like a face of like disapproval like i don't think that's it but also it's like what's your suggestion <laughs> yeah, bro that's true <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> Nicholas. Well, the thing is, I think St. Nick, the original guy, he was Turkish or something, wasn't he? Probably. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a, something yeah. that would have come out of... It, it, being a saint means it would have been like early yeah. Christianity. Yeah. Probably somewhere around the yeah. Middle East. I think he punched a guy. He, it was more like um, he gave bags of gifts and presents to people right. when they needed it. Yeah. And that just immortalized him. Yeah. Because I guess it was like such a dark age that any act of generosity 
What's like a first century early church Christmas gift look like? It, Let's say the they did like, Christmas did the way we Santa do. Did Santa only start existing in the AD? I because before yeah. that there was the Roman holiday of Saturnalia. Yeah. And you know, like yeah. Santa Claus is kind of is a very pagan figure mm. as we know him. He's like he uses magic. So it was the first Santa. He sneaks around, he waves holly. <laughs> he's a he's a pretty pagan figure, you know. Interesting. I'm not trying to level any accusations here. I'm just you know calling it like I see it. So was the first Santa bo- born into existence? Like, <laughs> I mean, think about it this way. Okay, take take your image of Santa Claus. Yeah. Red suit off, toga on. Yeah. Does it not look like he kind of fits in? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like an ancient Greek, ancient Roman mm. kind of figure who, like, the f- in, in ancient Rome, like, the fattest, oldest guy. So if we're going... To show up with gifts for if, everybody. But if we're going with... Right. Pre-Jesus. Pre-Jesus. So, but if we're going with Santa Claus lore, when do you think the first Santa was? I can just see it. It's like winter solstice with the Neanderthals, and one of them goes... <gasps> he, like, gives a rock to another one. You know what? Oh, you know what? Okay, in the second episode of season two, yeah. they actually mentioned the first... They mentioned St. Nicholas. Yes. The real guy. Okay, okay, so it As is... him, he's the first Santa. Okay, so say. there had to be a saint, yeah. which means it was AD. Yeah. Probably pretty early, early AD. But that's Santa Claus. Of course, we have the whole Santa verse. There yes. is a universe in which there's... Yeah, yeah, caveman Santa. Caveman Santa. Yeah. What is he? He just has a rock. Well, hey, maybe caveman Santa is actually poked apocalyptic yet. Santa. We haven't invented bags, so he just has a rock. No, it's like we went backwards. We got that um, World War Four was fought with literal sticks and stones. Yeah. And yes. humanity was reduced to the Stone Age. So few. And out of it, uh, Santa Claus had to rise again. Right. Post-apocalyptic caveman Santa. Wow. Boom. He's like irradiated. <laughs> well, there's also like just apocalyptic Santa who's like just wearing yeah. goggles for no reason. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got goggles. Well, he needs well, it for the dust storms. To look through the nuclear winter. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, a yeah, yeah. there's a Mad Max Santa. Of course there is. Of course. Yeah. You know, after the water wars. Yeah. You have to run around. Uh, yeah. It's funny you say the water wars. You always think in your head you picture oh it's like Water World. There's yeah. just water everywhere. Yeah. But uh, it's more like water wars because we don't have any water. Yes. Yeah. What do they fight over? In- Waterworld. It's land. They're trying to get land. They're trying it? to get land. I think so. I never watched Waterworld. Me neither. I do like Mad Max. I heard they actually announced a Furiosa movie. The trailer came. You should watch the trailer. I'm gonna out. check. I'm gonna yeah. check it out. But also make another Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? want more Max. I want Max Rokitansky. If they bring him back, do you think it? Also, Tom him? Hardy nailed it. I loved his. But Mad what are Max. the odds he comes back? What if they just get another actor to play him? I don't know. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> God, <hell. laughs> Timothy Chalamet just played Willy Wonka. Yeah, that. If you want to talk bad. about like another uh, magical, whimsical pagan yeah. figure, it's like, that's, that's you know. Top, yeah. I think it was like looking back pagans. at the concept of that movie. Like I kind of get it, but I also think it's like, oh, you're just wasting everybody's time with this movie, yeah. Hollywood. I don't understand. Yeah. You know, there wasn't really a point to it. Yeah. Why are we resurrecting? Like, Come up with something else. Make something cool and new. Timothy Chalamet just be a down on his luck magician that, yeah, strikes up you know a candy shop. And yeah, starts it know, sounds making like, kids happy. That sounds like a good movie. But then you call it Willy Wonka to like try to elicit yeah. something out of it. Yeah, 
I heard the movie was really weird. I never watched it. But yeah, I'm not interested in that one. I think I've only actually seen Timothy Chalamet in Dune. Yeah. And that wasn't even when it came out. It was like much later. Mm, he's good in that. Yeah. He's a good actor. Who would you want to see play Santa in another? Yeah. Because we were like throwing that around. We a bit. talked about that a little bit. I like the idea of diversity of Santa Clauses. Yep. Which is kind of like struck upon because now you have Gabriel Iglesias who could be Mexican yes. Santa. Yes. Yes. I want. Kumail Nanjani to play Indian oh, Santa. Pakistani, Pakistani Santa. I'm not actually sure which. He's from Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah. Pakistani Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Who okay. plays Black Santa? Okay. This is an important question. Well, there's some good options. Who's the guy who does the Eric Andre show? <laughs> Eric Andre? No, no, no. The, Hannibal the, Burris? Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris plays Santa. <laughs> that would be pretty good. He's going to be old, though. Well, I guess he doesn't have to be. I could see Martin Lawrence playing Santa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, um, uh, shoot, what's the guy? Eddie who... Murphy actually just made a Christmas movie that released on Amazon. What's it called? Um, it's, I don't remember, but <laughs> oh. it's, it's something to do with like, there's another type of magic. And if you don't fulfill the magic, mm. you're going to get turned into a Christmas toy. I'm, I'm going to go home and watch it tonight, but it's, What's... it's on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah. Billy D. Williams, who was Lando Calrissian in Star Wars. Billy D. Williams is almost <laughs> too cool to be Santa. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> it's like, if he showed up, it's like, you'd be like, oh my God, forget Santa. This yeah. is Billy D. <laughs> yeah, Williams. That's so true. I love the, the the Family Guy joke where Peter is like can't sleep and then he turns over his pillow and he's like, Hey Peter, I'm Billy D. Williams <laughs> and welcome to the cool side of a pillow. Which <laughs> <laughs> like fits in perfect. Japanese yeah. Santa. Japanese Santa it would be um would be um damn it, Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe? No, it'd be Tom Cruise from The Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> it would be um the guy from Bullet Train. I guess we got them all then. Those are all the races. We, did, all, we did. We did all the races. We did all of them. Yeah. There's no other Santas. No. No. Chinese no. Santa. Jackie Chan. Yeah. Jackie Chan yeah, Santa, yeah. bro. <laughs> well, you know, now they'd probably get Donnie M. Jackie Chan just seems like he's too expensive. People. He's too uh, CCP. You know. <laughs> Is that that's your complaint about Jackie? <laughs> I'm like, at a certain point, that just can't be addressed. It can't really be fixed, can it? Hiroyuki Sanada. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a good. very he'd famous good. Japanese actor. Yeah. Um, I love him. He's in John Wick 4, which to me, again, I'm going to go to my grave saying this. John Wick 4 is one of the best movies that I have okay. ever seen, ever. John Wick, the Keanu Reeves is Santa. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, murder Santa. He's like, Samoan Santa. The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson is Santa Claus. Yeah. They've yeah. had Larry the Cable Guy play the Tooth Fairy. I feel like he could pull off. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah. I but guess well, they both did. Dwayne Johnson and Larry yeah. the Cable Guy in a sequel of movies played the yeah, played that's the weird. Tooth Fairy. That's weird. They could both knock Santa Claus out of the park. Yeah, I think um, Rock Santa, bro. I think if Norm Macdonald was still here, he could be Santa. Oh, easily. He'd yeah. be a great Santa. You can be a great. Santa. Be amazing. Um, yeah, I want Tim Dillon Santa. I want my favorite comedian to play Tim. Of uh, course you do. Of course I do. Um, yeah. Well, Joey then, Diaz Santa. Well, okay. Out of all the racial Santas, who <laughs> Joey Diaz? <laughs> racial Santa. <laughs> the racial go. Santas who wins in a fight. Um, well, Joey Diaz because he's a god. <laughs> That's so true. I don't know about the rest of these people, but hey, man. Keanu Reeves Santa. That's all the times. That's also true. Um, Rock Santa is probably up there in, in the final three. 
You think so? Yeah. He's too, he's too positive, you know? Well, that's the thing. is, like, I feel like he will make Santa work in a way that few people can. It's like he, he will revitalize the image of Santa. <laughs> you can just work out. Bring it back Santa. Well. We're going to bring it back. We're going to have yeah. the energy to be Santa. He's going to yeah. switch all the elves to Kale. <laughs> We're going to like... He's the Santa that wakes up yeah. at 5 a.m. Every morning I get up at 5 a.m., check on the elves. Yeah. Rise and shine, everybody. Time to get up. It's Christmas this time. This is my daily Santa routine. <laughs> yeah. Got that mana. You got to get that mana power. <laughs> um, who plays my depressed Santa in this yeah. movie? Who plays that Honestly, guy? when you were talking about earlier, I was thinking Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald plays depressed Santa. Like, he'd be pretty good. I need somebody. I feel like, here's the thing. Norm MacDonald would be too funny. That's the thing. Because your movies, it's not funny that he's I depressed. I want to make you it's cry. Like a solid. Yeah. I want to make you cry. Um, it's Kevin Anthony James. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Everybody, Kevin James Adam the Sandler. Photo, the grown ups cast oh plays God. all the different characters. Be, it's like, okay, it's the grown ups cast. Yeah. And. Uh, they've, they're the ones who killed Santa So now all four of them have to be Santa Wow Chris Rock, Kevin James, yeah. uh, the other guy <laughs> um, I think um, Thinking about older actors Who could pull off Santa With a bit of gravitas well, Anthony Hopkins Anthony Hopkins he's a bit being too, like He's a bit too British <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know I never picture a British accent on Santa no. That seems out of place, doesn't it? No, yeah, he's always North American sounding. Yeah, he's always, he always sounds North American. Yeah. I've never heard of Santa with a Norwegian accent. I don't know if that is it either. I was Hello. <laughs> I, I love Norsemen, yeah. the TV show. It's on, yeah, yeah. it's on Netflix. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was uh, thinking that maybe this year I could uh, drive the sleigh. <laughs> it's like, I just love the way they yeah. talk. But um, yeah, I don't know. You never really picture Santa with an accent. Like Eastern Block Santa. Eastern Block Santa. Every child gets coal. We have, we have not the resource to provide each child with coal. Property is theft. <laughs> Good children get coal, bad children go to gulag. <laughs> each child is presented with framed photo of Stalin. Could Arnold Schwarzenegger now play Santa? Be a weird Santa. All right, everybody, prepare the sleigh. We're going to go out. Who plays Depressed Santa? Yeah. Now we're turning our hands over it. Man. Okay, it's got to be an older actor. Older actor. He's got to be white, I assume. I don't know. I'm, I'm flexible. You're open to other options. I'm flexible. Mm, Bobby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a no. It's not a no. Oh, I don't man. know, if Bobby Lee like, came in and did the audition and knocked that out of the park, I'd be like, yeah, you're, you're I feel like Santa. one of us is going to say a name if we just think about it for a couple more minutes that both of us are going to be like, yes. I have the time. Tom Hanks has played Santa Claus. Kevin James has apparently played Santa Claus. Of course Brian has. Cranston has played Santa Claus. I searched old white actors. John Goodman? Oh. John Goodman. Maybe he could do be, it. Yeah, he would be pretty He's amazing. He's a good actor. I don't know. If you think about an actor like somebody who's gonna age up, 
into the role. Yeah, like you like that we might make the movie a few, like years from now. Yeah. Could we Ryan Gosling. Yes, if you age up Ryan Gosling. You could do get it. Get him to gain some weight to the role for the role. Because like when Ryan Gosling is in yeah. Blade Runner and he's like staring out at something even though he's playing a robot, he makes you sad for the oh, robot. Man. So you age him up a little bit. Yeah, he's great. Effects, costume, great. makeup. Have him stare into the mirror yeah. in the dive bar. Yeah, he could do it. Order another gin. Harrison Ford. What about Harrison Ford as depressed Santa? <sighs> Harrison, but my thing is, like, I feel like Harrison Ford 10 years ago. Right. Harrison Ford now, again, he's in the Joe Biden years. He's like, yeah. he's up there. He's almost too old to be Santa. <laughs> I guess. He I feel could. like Tim Allen's the perfect age to be Santa. Yeah, uh, Tim Allen's nailed it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if he'd be fit the bill for the depressed. He Santa, also like. But... I feel like Tim Allen also uniquely brings the right energy to the role. Yeah, he you does. wouldn't want him to be any more positive than Tim Allen, or you wouldn't like believe it. Um, you also wouldn't want yeah. him to be any less yeah. than Tim Allen, or it wouldn't be enough. Mm-hmm. Christmas time is here. Happiness and cheer are nowhere to be found in this dive bar, even though Santa's here. So it's a musical, is what you're saying. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> it's the one musical I can stand is the one I direct. Yeah. Okay, what about Will Smith is Santa and he, he writes a rap for the movie? <laughs> so long as we get Jada Pinkett Smith to play Mrs. Claus. Oh. Never mind. And the altercation is he has he slaps Cupid. The movie's canceled. He slaps Cupid at the legendary awards, and (laughs) that's how we get it. Who's the most powerful legendary? What a dumb name. That's so cringy. It is pretty cringy. Um, in in your mind, you're like Santa has the most apparatus around his role. Yeah, he has a factory. He's got an army of elves. He's got like a lot of a ton of magic. Yeah. Um. My guess is Father Time is the most yeah. powerful because time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Guy is probably up there. I, I just, I don't know who all the legendaries are. No, I wouldn't you know? know either. It's like, who's the legendary for Halloween? Uh, Jack, Jack O'Lantern. <laughs> yeah. From Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that it? It's a terrible movie. I don't, like Is it? I don't like that movie. Wow, a lot of people are like, that's my whole vibe, man. I, know, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I find cringe. those people strange. Yes. Yeah. If people say that their favorite movie is Nightmare Before Christmas, then feel free to not associate with that person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, that person has a, a limit to their personality. That's all I'm saying. So are you going to finish watching the Santa Clauses? The Santa <sighs> Claus TV show? Maybe I'll finish the first season. And we the- still have time. You're saying, but after the 25th, I can't. Or after the January 6th, is that yeah. What I'm said? saying after January 6th is inappropriate. Dang, the greatest gift of all an insurrection, <laughs> insurrection. On, on the 6th. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. I Remember forgot that? about that. I forgot that was a thing that happened because to me, it's like <laughs> I watched the actual footage of the thing happening, yeah. and it's like a rally, like any other rally, yeah. And then it's a bunch of citizens who paid for this government building walking into the government building. Right. And cops letting them into the government building. Yeah. And then it's not like they were rushing in there and pushing things over. They were walking around the velvet ropes. Yeah. They looked like tourists. It was a strange, strange scene. And then people are like, this was a terrorist attack on our... Really, was it? Yeah. I guess some people got in there with their gear and their zip ties. And I'm like, I don't know what they were planning on doing either. Yeah. I'm sure they were like, we never thought we'd get this far. 
Yeah. There's like one dude who took a picture of himself sitting at a desk. Yeah. And then he got like years of jail time. Yeah. Bro, I don't know if that was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like, even the guy with like the bison hat on, who was like yeah. the, the QAnon shaman, as yeah. they call them. And then the footage came comes out of him later of like he's like politely asking security which way is the exit to the building and then like they show him like oh yeah. right this way sir yeah he's like this is the mastermind like what's going on <laughs> here guy. guys when the UFO debacle was going on earlier this year the Chinese balloon yeah wasn't showing up on their systems right so they dialed the systems up to be able to pick up things as small as balloons. Mm-hmm. And suddenly they started noticing, like, that there were constantly <laughs> yeah. UFOs showing yeah, up yeah, over yeah. the sky. And be like, oh. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> what's, what's the deal with Santa and the aliens? Perhaps he is one. That would make sense. Yeah. You know, he, like, landed in an asteroid and decided yeah. to use his powers to give people presents once a year. Like, uh, yeah, it's like... I yeah. believe the elves are aliens. It's like the Kryptonian escape pod. Oh my god, there's like a whole Filtromite Santa is the thing. He came here to conquer Earth slowly. Steam comes out. Oh my god. Fully formed adult Santa. What do you want for Christmas this year, Chance? Mm, Peace in the Middle East. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be nice, but I'm I'm realistic about my wants. Realistically? It's a good question. I never know how to answer this. I, I feel like because I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm an adult with money. If yeah. I wanted something, I would just go get I'd just it. Just go get it. No? I think my answer is just time to time to chill, you know. And like, you know, if I was to ask for a present, like something I want, yeah. I want a McLaren. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, can you buy me a McLaren? Yeah. No, because it would be stupid of me to ask you for that. Yeah. You know. I want a Scorpion tank from Halo. I want an M1 Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. Uh, yeah. Can you give me? A sixty-one trillion dollar particle of antimatter. <laughs> Apparently, that came out in the news just a little bit yesterday. Is that uh, scientists successfully figured out how to make one gram of actual antimatter? And how much did it cost? Sixty-one trillion dollars, which is like sixty percent of the world's money. Great. To make one awesome gram of antimatter. Glad they did that. I don't even know what it's for, but just to have it, it glows. It glows? Yeah, it's a purple. It's a safe replacement for neon. (laughs) That's what we use antimatter for. I don't know if I would say safe. (laughs) It is antimatter. Yeah. Um, Does it glow or does it... All right. Yeah, just looks like a... Not worth it. This is what I'm going to use as the photo for this podcast. (laughs) Just without explanation. Um, What's the best gift you've ever given someone on Christmas? Given? Given, given. Or let's not limit it to Christmas. Yeah. Best gift you've ever given someone at all. Yeah. I think I my best gift that I've ever given someone was I bought my dad an espresso machine on his birthday one time. Yeah. We use it all the time. Yeah. We're so happy with this espresso machine. Every time I go over there, you offer me yeah. a beverage. Right? Yeah. Make a cappuccino oh, for man. your guests. The first Christmas... That me and Megan were dating. Her birthday is, funnily enough, January sixth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it happened for her birthday. Yeah. Exactly. What a gift. Um, and Put I, the real uh, president back in. <laughs> for Christmas, 
I got her tickets to actually, funnily enough, to see The Sound of Music. <laughs> and, um, and then for her birth, that was her Christmas gift. And then for her birthday, we went out for dinner at a really nice restaurant in Vancouver. And then went and saw the show with those tickets. And it was just the nice. greatest night. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. I know you know about this, but like when you go out for dinner and you kind of just like... Because sometimes when I go out for dinner, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna not, I'm just gonna get my meal, get a water or something, you know. But sometimes you go out for dinner and it's like, I'm not even gonna worry about the numbers next to what I'm ordering. Oh, bro, you know? bro, yeah. listen to two episodes yeah. back. Oh, I, yeah, I know. Highs <laughs> yeah. Steakhouse. I first off, I there was a time like there was a time when I was just a water guy. The time is over. <laughs> I go all out at restaurants. I'm like, this is what life is for. <laughs> because after this meal, I'm gonna go back to the bleak, yeah. nothing of winter. Yeah. This is this is the only yeah. thing that matters, right? That's totally. why Christmas is so important. Yeah. It's because it is the little hearth. It is mm. the little twinkling of the light in the darkness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And outside of that is the darkness. Mm-hmm. So enjoy it. And then look outside the window away from a fireplace yeah. into the black of night where you see things freezing and the fog is looming right now and just remember to be a little sad this year yeah because if you don't how else are you supposed to appreciate this holiday that's right with jesus <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding um uh from from the bottom of my heart i wish you all happy holidays and merry christmas enjoy all 12 days Mm-hmm. May your new year. May Goblin Santa bless you with his bountiful sack. You may notice that uh, the episode that uh, I'm editing right now it will come out very soon. It's called the uh, it's, it's episode 41, and this episode, our Christmas episode, is which comes out right after, is going to be 43. Because I'm saving that very special number for a very special podcast, which will happen in the new year, 42. Life, the universe. And everything. Coming very soon here on The Forest Creek, you can follow us at The Forest Creek on our social media and podcasting platforms, as well as youtube.com slash at the real Forest Creek. I am Raph. I'm Chance. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Nuts roasting on an open fire. Boom, Happy boom, boom, boom. Jack Frost dipping in.